you want to introduce me? Well, I always try to come up with an original (laughs) opening. And I I usually like to just go right off just whatever I'm thinking. And the initial thing that I'm thinking, even before we started recording, just immediately when you sat down, is you are one of the few people that sit as in weird positions just like I, you sat down in the yeah chair, like like climbing up it. how do i <laughs> in every one of my episodes i've been like crossing my legs completely and like tucked yeah. up and holding them up and how do other people like do they just probably in some professional way they're like hi the only other person i can count on to always do it exactly the way they want to do it for episode eight uh, one of my, seriously has become one of my really, really good friends. I admire her a lot. I'm excited to dig into the businessy wisdom that Abby has, and I don't feel like she shows enough. And so I'm really excited to get to show her audience that listens to it and uh, selfishly my audience because yeah. it's going to be really, really awesome. Abby, how do, we even, how do we even introduce you to the... <laughs> I mean, if you're in Mill Creek, Holiday, Salt Lake, or honestly all over the place now, um, but especially in Utah, there's probably a good chance you know about Abby. <laughs> um, she's super, <laughs> super popular, um, notably on Instagram, but like I was saying in these business endeavors that she's doing, but Abby, give, give a little inter- introduction to yourself uh, of how you would describe yourself. Like, what, what's your occupancy? Like, what, what's your job, would you say? I think my job is to just keep it real. <laughs> What do you tell people when they say when, like, you, when they say what do you do? Keep it real. I'm an I'm an influencer, but I hate using that word because it's like a it's like a derogatory word. It's a, it's a swear word now. I'm just kidding. No, it's it's. I feel like my job is to connect with people and just bring love and light and truth and like show my journey in a in a non filtered raw way. I love doing projects. I love like trying new things. I think I'm for sure a marketer at heart where it's like, oh, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's do this. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. But at least I'm out there trying and hustling. So tell your story from the like knowing that this is geared towards like a business podcast. Tell your story from like a businessy side. Um, of how you've grown your brand as Abby okay. and then the kind of things that you're doing on the side um, with D2DCon like we were just talking about but so what's the businessy story of Abby? Okay so like my whole life I grew up with entrepreneurs like everyone in my family is an entrepreneur. Yes and so I feel like that's just part of like there was never even a question <laughs> that you were going <laughs> to who I'd work yeah. for like I'm going to work for yeah. myself like that's just how the cookie crumbled but um so I my dad started PMD which is a large it's an at-home microdermabrasion tool I had just graduated college I was working for him at this startup and I feel like I learned so much just about how business works how startups work when you're in a startup Everybody has every job. So you learn so much. Like you're a a super close team. You got to do this, 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 and that. Like everybody just is a part of everything. And so I feel really fortunate to have worked there because that kind of sparked my like, oh, this is how a business 
is run. This is what's most important, and this is fluff. Because I feel like people get so caught up in the fluff that it's like, no, 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 like, th like these are the things that you need to be focusing on, and then the fluff comes later. Anyway. Yes. So, um, like, tactics aren't important until you have your foundation. So, so I've always been doing Instagram, like, when since it came out. And then when stories came out, it was like, what the heck is this? Like, but I don't know why, but I just clicked with it. I clicked with it. It worked better. And so I was working for Engage Now Africa, which is a nonprofit, um, helping them with their social media. I've worked at D2D. I don't know the story, D, by the way. Yeah, D2D Con. Like my little brother, Sam, he was like, I want to I throw a conference for door-to-door -door salesmen. Well, that's your little <laughs> Will brother. Will you help me? Sam Taggart. Yeah. Got it. And he, he's like, will you help me? And I'm like, will you pay me? <laughs> so then I got to help him start that and like really build D to D con from the ground up. Um, it's like literally a huge, it's the biggest convention for all door to door salesmen. This is our fourth year. Um, I, I don't know. Like I've just always been in a lot of different so, things. So you, you were on Instagram. So you I was liked on stories, Instagram. And then what yeah, happened? So I was on Instagram. I was storing. I was just doing my own thing. And um, my, I posted a video about a bad haircut that I got and it went viral. How many followers did you have before? So I had like 1,200 followers. Okay. So just like it's a like normal average, account. Normal, yeah. And um, and I I was just posting me. Like yeah. just me You're every day. Oh, yeah, every day. Really? Yeah, like, it was weird. <laughs> it's so weird. And like, you would have seen the same content? You would see the exact same content. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know That's how impressive. to do it any other way. Yeah. Like, nobody sits down and is like, this is how you become an influencer. Yeah. Like, there's no... And everybody, like, every influencer is so different and brings different things to the table. So if you're not authentic, it would be really... It's so hard. When, like the unauthentic accounts, I look at that and I'm like, how do you do this? It's so exhausting. Yeah. Even doing it real, it's exhausting. Where I'm like shooting from the cuff over here. Because you're putting on a front. You're not, you're not being yourself. Right? Yeah, like everything has to be calculated. Everything has yeah. to be pre-recorded. And I'm so opposite. Yeah. I'm like, we're posting this. Like I never, okay, I shouldn't say I never. But like I rarely pre-record Ever. Like edit? Ever. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I'm with other influencers, I'm posting real time and they're all like Which is what? which is which is interesting because a lot of people who wanna become you overthink their content to such a degree that, yes. that they need all of these things to make the same but type of content when you just said you literally never do anything. I never do it. Except just but it's, film it. But I'm learning phone. why other influencers do because you get ripped apart if you say the wrong thing or if you, like, I feel like my followers are super awesome because they recognize that I'm human and I'm going to make mistakes and so they're way more forgiving. Yeah. Where if I were calculated in every single thing and I make a mistake, it's like, you made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and you set the expectation, like, this is me. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, this is me. Let's get back to the story. So you, you blew up. So I blew up. On Instagram. Grew. And the weird thing is when people go viral, like, it drops. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're viral and then, and then gone. Uh -huh. But everybody stuck growing. around. Yeah. yeah. 
And, <laughs> and I'm like, why are they sticking around? Like, what do I have to offer? So then I had to learn strategy of like, okay, how can I like keep doing this? Cause I love it. Yeah. And build a business out of this. <clears throat> like, how do I, how does that mesh? And I feel like it's taken me about a year to learn the game. It's just a really big game. How long has it been since <clears throat> you went? Kind it's of a year. It's been a year and a half. Year, yeah. So at the year point, I was like, oh, like something clicked in my mind where I'm like, oh, I can actually make money doing this. Which, and I don't think I was prepared to start making money until that year point. And I'm glad that I didn't because I got to build my audience and like really figure it out. But then when you're like, oh, I can actually offer really good products and get a kickback or I can, you know, team up with this company and it's a win win. I think the biggest takeaway from today's podcast, it has to be a win 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 for the customer win for me as an influencer and win for the company like that is my if it's not a win-win i'm not gonna do it i'm just i can't anymore because too there's too many people asking so it's like if you don't want to make it a win like somebody else will somebody else is gonna make it a win man i'm i'm like because i don't know if you've listened to, or heard anything i've said in any of the other podcasts i've talked about almost episode every episode a sweet spot, as I call it, yes. like in business, where is exactly what you just look said. Look at you, sweet spot with your thirst. Know, look at me. Um, okay, so you've since turned yourself kind of into a, your personal brand into a business, right? And you've kind yeah, of and how that's to do that. hard. Yeah. Like I've never, I mean, who's done that before? Where it's like, what's your business? It's like, uh, yeah. me, <laughs> like, which is hard for people to understand, even me to understand. And how do you make a profit off that? And then if I, the scary thing is if I go away, then what happens to my business, right? So it's like, how do I build this? So that's how my are, how, challenge. Yeah, what, what have you come up with? Give us a little bit of insight into So I have made a few, more. I'm trying right now to make a, like a workbook for women that they can like take. I, I think a big thing for me is confidence. I think people come to me for confidence, yes. for like positivity, humor all those things so i'm like what can what products can i create that will make like a lasting effect on on anyone even after i'm gone or if i choose to just delete instagram yeah and i think that these like little workbooks will help a lot i'm gonna do that and then i don't know i'm i'm trying to figure it out i like it let me talk i each episode, I like to get super tactical and practical, but one thing I've been thinking, like going into this episode, and I was, I'm like for sure reminded of it as you started talking. My, my thought of the number one tactic is, so yesterday I was talking with a guy that I'm potentially thinking about working with, and he's like, we're talking about, some insight that we had and he's like well now now that i've met you like i would never go to your competitor and screw you over it's like even though i could make more money on that this is something that he said to me even though i could make more money on that like i know that's not the best long-term move and i was like that's it i feel i feel really strongly the same way about that like doing right by everyone doing the right thing by your customers by the brands that you're working with by mm -hmm. your fellow influencers by your followers by my employees that are getting paid ten dollars an hour what do you think about like that as a higher level business strategy? Because that seems like a lot of what you're describing when you say value on all ends, right? Like doing the right thing oh, yeah. in business. I mean, what have you seen from your dad? What have you seen from your experiences so far? Like 
doing the right thing by someone else over the money, over anything else, has that played out for you? Is this? Oh, absolutely. I think building, it's like quality versus quantity. Like you've got to, I could immediately have started like pushing brands and products and all that, but like what value is that? What's the value that you're bringing to people? People care way more about value than they do about money. Absolutely. And so if you're offering like value, that trumps money every time. Yeah. And so for you to like, even me working with you, like I know that other, your competitors could probably pay me a lot more too, but I'm, I want to see you succeed. Like I'm invested in you as a company because you're like me, like you're a hustler, you're trying the gratitude. I think that's a huge thing for, for, yeah, we, let's talk about that. We've talked about that before you and I personally, but it's like, if a company's not grateful for like the value that I bring, that is really hard. I mean, it's just hard. Yeah. It's like, Oh, how does it, how does it, I'm curious sometimes if, so let's talk about it like super, in reality like yeah you as an influencer hit get hit up by brands all the time and if i'm if i understand it correctly because i've seen this a brand either knows and isn't knows of the value that you can bring and isn't respectful of it and isn't willing to pay for it or even you know show respect for it or they just don't know it's so powerful oh and and they don't know they don't even have a clue it's probably Uh, it's probably it's probably probably a little little bit of both but i'd say more like companies don't have a clue and and i think the hardest thing is this okay some influencers don't actually influence like some some influencers it's just like real life you know like i don't know i'm not trying to throw other influencers i'm not trying to throw other influencers under the bus at all like every influencer brings different value in different ways and so like let's say a tobacco company comes to me and is like i want to sell tobacco i'm going to pay you 20 grand or whatever like that doesn't align with my customer at all. And yeah. so I think some, sometimes companies will come and I'm like, do you even know who I am? No, you don't. But it's 20 grand, so I'm going to do it. Okay, so I take the 20 grand or whatever. I do the tobacco thing. And what happens? Like, I sell nothing. I sell nothing. So nothing. then what happens? Then the tobacco company's like, I'm never going to work with an influencer again. That was a huge waste of money. Yeah. Like... It ruined the, the it ruined yeah. the experience oh, yeah. with influencers. So then they're like, well, that marketing strategy didn't work. But if they were to go to a smoker who's has smoking people that smoke tobacco, then it would be a win. Like, it's like, great. So, so you, you if I were to ask you, like, if you were the entrepreneur in here and I, I said you had, you know, $5,000 to spend on marketing, is it? And we're talking about, uh, let's talk about a company, whether it's a company like mine or a company that sells crackers online or a beauty company or a makeup company. What's so the best? Some type of company with a, with a, product, with a product. With a product or yeah. service that they can oh, I would 100%. sell to the general consumer. Where do they put their money in marketing? Where do they put that $5,000? You never put all your eggs in, in one basket. Like, ev- don't ever do that. And I think you start small and then build because you don't want to just be like, okay, I'm, I'm gambling on this one. On one influencer. On one influencer yeah. or one strategy. Yeah. Like, 
marketing is you nobody knows what's gonna like so what work would you say the top work. the top few things where would you put so your few definitely eggs? influencers just because i know on my end like that that works right you got to find the right influencer yep. number one and yep. I, I can teach you how to do that later number two i would probably like try ads because that's the easiest you know word of mouth ads giveaway and, and you know that there's a tension on that platform <laughs> like yes. you know there's a tension where you can run facebook ads oh, yeah. or instagram ads right? absolutely yeah. and i think another thing is um when you're testing like as a new okay so t for me to make it a win 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 right i don't know if my customers are gonna like so let's say it's a toothbrush okay I don't know if my, my customers are going to like, like this it, toothbrush yeah. or not, or if they're like into that. So if a company comes to me and says, Abby, I want to work with you. Um, it's, we have a toothbrush. It's awesome. Here's the price point. We're going to, you know, we don't have a budget. Yeah. Cause that's, this is literally every single day. We don't yeah. have a budget. It's zero. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's make it a win, win, win. I don't know if my consumer is going to like, I don't know if my customer is going to like this. If, if we do an affiliate, all of the risk is on me, where it's like, if I sell, then I get a kickback. And where's all that risk? On me, as is an influencer. Does that specific scenario happen? Like, toothpaste oh, brand all hits the time. you up, you say, we do affiliate. What do they say? No, 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 no. I no. say, I, so I say, there's two options with, with well, there's, there's three options. There's affiliate, where you get a kickback as yes. an influencer. Okay. There's just a sponsor where it's like, we're going to pay you $10,000 or $2,000 to post. Yeah. And then there's like this little mix of both. So if it's a sponsored thing, all the risk is on the company because they're just putting two grand out or 10 grand out and hoping for the best. Yeah. When it's an affiliate, all the risk is on the influencer. And it's like, I only have so much airspace, airtime to talk about this. Yeah. So... All the risk is on me. Yeah. And if I perform, great. And if not, sucks for all of us, you yep. know. So you have so affiliate there's this deals, like, you have just straight up so sponsored posts. Yeah, sponsored posts or affiliate. And I think that the best strategy is to say, hey, we're going to pay you, you know, 500, 1,000, maybe 2,000 based on your influencer. Plus, we're going to give you an, a percentage. So there's some type of scale where it's like, this is a win. Like. Yeah. You, the risk is now equal, right? At least I'm going to walk away. The minimum I'm going to walk away with is $500. Yeah. And that, and then at least I'm not losing 100% because I don't want to work with that brand again if I don't sell anything, yeah. right? Can I... One thing that I think of when I think of you uh, is content, like a master of con your content. Oh, that's and sweet. It, uh, I want to get into that a little bit, like... You could maybe you can help like someone like me or me myself or my business or others businesses or people that want to you know how many people want to be an influencer want to be you yeah how are you you already talked about how you're doing content a little bit but how are you telling people that are looking for advice to do with their content like what are you is there a specific like i for instance i tell people put your face in front of the camera and tell your story is a great start yeah um, it's a great start <laughs> then once your story is told then what what's your content strategy do you have a you have an assistant right but do you have a team that's mm -hmm. helping you make anything at all or is it just straight up all you how often are you posting what's the content playbook from Abby? so content is king and it always will be that's your value right 
the content is the value that you bring. And um, it's hard because it's like an artist. It really, it's really like I'm an artist, yeah. right? In this really weird medium. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you have to continually be thinking on your head like, okay, what would this be? Or like when I'm, I, I get my, my best ideas when I'm just driving. My best ideas come off the fly. I'm like, I'm driving or I'm in the shower. It's like, oh my gosh, that'd be really funny. Um, so you, th- you think of things to do and then make content around that. Yeah. And or what are they usually or, like just like a, almost like a skit for you. Almost, yeah. Almost right? like a skit, but then there's ASMR. Like there's so many things you've got to be like on trend, like what's big right now, you know? Um, but, and then one thing I admire about your content too, is like you have, it's brilliant because like my content is all documentation it's all just like raw like running between things you know just Mm -hmm. telling what i'm up to versus you you not only have these content like ideas that you say and then you execute the content but you document the in-betweens yeah i think is super important differentiates you and really lets you connect with your audience more than other influencers talk about okay so you do think of that funny skit but i feel like while you're driving you were probably like Talking about yeah, it. Yeah, talking like, about oh, it, Like, oh, this right? would be such a good idea. You had the thought on your story almost, right? Yeah. Let's, oh, yeah. And the more I do yeah. it, the more content comes. Like, the more on... It's weird, but, like, it's like a talent, you know? You just got to, like... You have to, like, continually do it. And even if you have bad ideas, sometimes the worst ideas, like, I think it's going to fail or be stupid. Those are, like, the best videos. Yeah. Or the ones that I put tons of time and money into. I'm like... Oh, well, that did nothing for me. And, and can we talk about, too, like, you, so you put up some of the most stories of anyone. <laughs> and, but I what, what, what I think is fascinating is the amount of people who know that that's the right answer for their content strategy, whether it's for their business or whether it's for their personal brand or whatever they're trying to do, and yet they're too busy to put up those Instagram stories or make those small pieces of content that like you say, you don't edit. You're one of the most busy. You got a lot of things going on person. I know. Plus you're a mother, which we haven't talked about. Yeah. Like what's your, like, is it hard to do these stories all the time or you're just used to it? Oh, I think people think it's so hard. (laughs) And I, I think it, it's just, again, it comes back to practice and like making it, it's weird because my phone like it's like my just my little friend it's like my you know how you have your inner inner circle like it's like (laughs) my inner circle i'm talking to my inner circle which is so funny because that inner circle is just you know seventy thousand people (laughs) and they're they're invested and they like it and and it's i don't when i'm doing it it's me talking to like honestly myself or like my best friend it's like this made-up person i don't sit there and i'm like this is 70 like the second that i'm like i'm talking to like thousands of people i freak out i start freaking out and i can't do it like i literally i so it's funny because i'm like i think people wig themselves out because they're like oh my gosh people are actually going to see this to me it is all fake like when people come up and they're like, oh you my gosh, I it? saw your, your video, your story today. It was so funny. I was like, you watched that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so embarrassing. Yeah, that like, was 47 <gasps> of 153 in. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, like, so, and you, 
I mean, you just you, can't think about other people. You, you literally you have to have leave. Some crazy engagement, forty-seven of one fifty-three in too. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's Which is good. Insane. So another thing, like for for people that are trying to grow their Instagram, you have to do reach and and um, impressions, right? Those are the two numbers that you got to focus on: your reach and your impressions. And I'm undereducated on those. Can you tell us what they are and how you can even? So reach is like how many them? people you actually touch. Yep. So like this is how many people a week saw you, mm-hmm. humans. And then impressions are like what, how many times these humans interacted with your account. Yeah. So you want that to be at least seven. Yeah. You want, so if there's. Oh, there's an actual number Yeah. Scale? There's, yeah. There's actually this. a times. I can show okay, you on your back end. Tell me about the scale. Yeah. What is it? So. Um, and this is in your Instagram insights? Yes. Right. On your Instagram insights, you look at your engagement. <laughs> I love that we're here. At I know. It's just raw. Like. <laughs> I know. It's great. So you want to look at your insights, you, you look at your reach, and you look at your impressions. Your reach is the number of people you hit. So you want that to be about the same or more than your actual follower count. Okay. So if I have 50,000 yeah. followers, I want my reach to be at least 50,000 people. Okay. If it's less than, I guarantee your numbers are in the red, right? Okay. Like, and so then you're... If your it's score is how well you're imp- making impressions based on so your reach. So then you divide, yeah, your impressions by your reach. Your impressions are how many times these people are doing something on your thing. And that number should be. And you to send that to them? Ever? Oh, yeah. 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 So you you're want. you're proud probably because you built your audience right, the right way. Yes. <laughs> it's good. I have a lot of impressions because I do a lot of stories. Yeah. So my impressions are between five and eight million a week. I know. That is crazy. Insanity. It is insane. But I do a lot of stories. So st- my impressions come from my storying. Is there, any, is there any little like actual Instagram story specific tactics that anyone, like you put a lot of stickers oh, on I there, think, tagging. Is there anything important? No, you just have just, to be, you have volume? to connect. I would say love, connection, and value. When you're storing, you need to bring love, connection, and value. That's what you have to bring. I don't know how you're, how you are going to do that. Uh, yeah. But that's literally, why would you follow anyone? It's one of those three things or all three. Do you feel, one thing I feel a lot is like when I, because I have, I think 2,400 followers on my little Ethan account. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as thirst has grown, I think we're almost to 23,000. Um, I feel, but I'm talking specifically about my small one. Like I see... A thousand people. If I see a thousand people watch my story, I my first thought is like gratitude. Oh, for watching my story. That's like, amazing. Why are you like? I can't believe that. Oh, you I are, can't. And you I'm, can't. I'm, I'm grateful. Because doesn't for it, it fr- like, doesn't it wig you out a little bit? Yeah, but then like, it makes wow. me want to do what you just said, which is actually because when you say love in an Instagram story, I was I was like, what do you mean? But it, immediately I was like, oh, that makes sense because like. It's almost like I do have love and like gratitude for them watching that story. So I want it. I want to show that to them. I want to bring them value through it. I want to be honest with them. Oh yeah. And you're. Well, they're your friend. I mean, it's like wow, you're taking the time to to watch me. Like, the gratitude, the love, the value. Like, I want to give you something. I want yeah. to give you something back. Always. Yeah. I'm always thinking of how I can bring that to people. 
And you wouldn't look at my stories and be like, oh, love, gratitude, and value. I'm not sitting there like, but as you think about my stories, like those are emotions that you do feel when you're, you know, it's like, okay, like she's bringing some things. So yeah, it's all about the connection, like connection where it's like, oh, okay. Like why would I ever, why would I ever follow a dentist? You, so you, you said something that was like a compliment to me, but like, uh, earlier in the podcast, but basically we're both hustling. You know, and I I know that you respect that about me and I'm super grateful for that. I want to know, and it's more than, the feeling is more than mutual. Let's talk about hustle to kind of round everything out a little bit. Okay. Because I think it's, it's, it's the only controllable variable in everything that's going on. What, what I mean by that is like, whether Instagram changes its functions or coronavirus prohibits me from doing my whole entire catering line or whatever it may be like the only controllable variable i'm starting to learn is how hard that i can work like i cannot cannot change anything else other than how hard i can work whether for anything i want to do whether anything for my family for my work if your employees employees quit yeah yeah. like the only thing you can control is yourself i know you know that and i'm watching you hustle and i'm seeing your content every day which i know is work and i'm like dang like she's also hustling what are your thoughts on that like for for people out there you know well i think it's like hustle like sounds like such a negative word again i I just like it i do too (laughs) because it's true like we're hustling like if you and and i think there's like balance to that too where it's like okay i don't want to become a maniac because we could honestly i think we're the same in the fact that it's like if you put me in a room I would find something to do. Like I can always find something (laughs) to do. I can always, if you put me in any situation and I think that might just be the strategic side to us. It's like, I will find, if you give me any problem, I'm going to find a way around it where it's like, I don't think a lot of people think that way, but as a business person, you have to think strategy. You have to be thinking like, what's the next step or what's the next three steps? Like you always have to be thinking a few steps ahead. But something that stood out to me too is you were putting up the same amount of content before you blew up as you are after. Yeah. And to me, that means two things. One, you knew that putting in the work was part of the equation Yeah. because before you blew up, you were putting in the work. Yeah. Potentially, you know, you didn't know exactly what was going to happen. I didn't know. Happen. I, in my heart, like, this is weird and yeah. kind of spiritual, but, like, before I knew that I loved storing, and I knew that, like, it was a fun hobby for me, and I didn't want to stop it. And every time I was like, oh, this is stupid, because we all get there, where it's like, I literally just want to throw my phone out the window and delete Instagram. Like, sure. every time, like, don't you? It's like, yes. let's just close the doors. I'm yeah. done. So um, every time that those like feelings came where it was like, I just can't do this anymore. Something inside was like, no, Abby, like, just keep going. Just keep doing your thing. Like you enjoy doing this. Just keep, take a break for a day and like then come back. And because I knew, I knew at some point something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that, but I felt that. Yeah. And so. And, and did, have you, 
you probably watched your dad grind, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I had kids, and it was like, okay, this is, you know, this is something I can do, mm-hmm. so I'm doing it. Yeah. So then when it did go viral, there was stuff on the page that, like, that soft pillow for people to land and consume my content so it was like okay like normal like i said like normally people when they go viral it's over in a day but people stayed because there was already like this foundation of putting in the work and doing it the right way instead of just like going viral it's people think like oh you went viral and then like you're just lucky and it's (laughs) like no yeah and also like man the way i think about work is like you map your actions to your ambition, right? Like, yeah, I have publicly said all these claims of how much business success I want to have, but I know that that comes at the cost of so many other things that I could potentially want to achieve in my life. And I am trying to make sure my work ethic follows that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, if you're talking the big game, then you need to put in the work. Yeah. And um, I think that's really where the equation kind of breaks for a lot of people when they're trying to find success. And I've watched you do it and I've looked up to it a lot. And I think, like, I look at you, Ethan, and it's like, yeah, you, I feel like you do hustle so much. And I think that people think, like, oh, it's either this or that. Like, I'm a mom. I have a healthy relationship with my husband. We are a happy family. But I also hustle really hard so there is a balance where it's like you don't have to like you don't have to be married to your job you don't have to do your job 24 7 even though you think like and I do too I'm like if I don't do this like I'm gonna lose this and this and this and the more that I've let go and the older that I get I'm realizing like there is there's a balance and you can as a business owner you can have it all you just have to prioritize your time so well Mm -hmm. it all comes down to time management which is so hard for us because it's like oh i have an idea or i have this yeah i gotta do it right now like every time i have an idea it's like i gotta go do this right now or else it's gone like i know that my you know stamina is gonna be gone and tomorrow it's not gonna be a good idea so i gotta do it right now and i think like pulling back and being like okay like during these hours like i'm with my family and if i have an idea i'll write it down you know like I don't know. It's just there's a huge balance between work and... One thing I feel like I haven't done a good enough job clarifying to even the small amount of influence that I might have. Like, for instance, um, one of my little employees um, who is super dope and has his own little side business. Yes. I soon, like, saw grinding through the middle of the night on, like, on stories and things, like, four in the morning. Oh, yeah. And I messaged him and I was like, I just wanted to make sure that like my impression of working all the time didn't mean that it's coming at the cost of things that are so important, like sleep, sleep. <laughs> or, or, well, yeah, exactly. Sometimes it is though. That's Sometimes what I was it's him. like, I, was like, Yo, I have to grind. Yeah. But what I or like my family and like one thing I feel like I haven't done a good enough job on my own platform clarifying is the I sleep at least eight hours a a night. For me, it's about 8 a.m. until midnight. I've been, like, what I genuinely would like to do 
is be working on my business. It's my favorite thing to do. Yes. It brings me the most joy. I have the most fun. I'm around the people I like the most yeah. when I'm at my business. And so that's what I choose to do 95% of the time. Well, it's funny because I'm like, if I didn't have <laughs> kids and I wasn't married. Yeah, I'm like, if I, if I didn't have kids and I wasn't married and, and I, I had this. Next. It's like oh, there will be a time where it would I'm be excited so different. for those things. But it's so different. Yeah. It's such an awesome opportunity for me right now, but probably still a lot of people like listening that can go all in. Oh yeah. You know, and well, and like still that's have the hard thing that people valuable don't understand. things outside of it. It's like in the beginning, you have to work so much so harder. Much, yeah. You have to work so much harder to build, and that's that comes back to like when I'm watching my dad or when I'm watching this, he, like with OGO or PMD or any of those companies that he built. It's like at the beginning, he didn't sleep, he didn't eat, he didn't have a relationship yeah. with us because he was busy building this foundation. And if you don't have that strong, solid foundation, then you can't relax where that's what you're doing right now. Like you're laying the foundation and you're putting in the time and it's going to look a lot different in five years. It's going to look a lot way different in 10. It's going to look way different in 20 yeah, years. And honestly, it almost like it almost feels like emotional sometimes when I like think about the amount of work Oh, because I'm like, you know, I and feel you will I, burn out at some point, which is good. Like, right. I don't think so. Well, you'll, you <laughs> may not burn out, but your priorities will change of in 20 course, years. Your yeah. priorities are going to be different, Yeah, but it's so nice because you have the time to like, like you are capable of doing what you need yeah. to do right now. Sure, and you yeah. have the energy and stamina. Without and the, no baggage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you so much. This was so Seriously, fun. Seriously, it's super I, but we fun. We could talk all day, I swear. Um, uh, as I've probably said a hundred times, but I just want to compliment you one last time of not only being the funny Abby that everyone knows, but seriously, when it comes to straight up smarts about not only business, just... Like, you you can have a conversation philosophically almost about business. It's one of my favorite parts about you. So I look up to you a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love you, Ethan. Cheers. <laughs>